It's like, I, I mean, I, I know I've said this a half a dozen times, but it's, it's worth repeating. It makes, it makes preparing for that next race so much more easier when you don't have to more easier. Gosh, come on, Diz English language makes it so much easier. Episode 751 of Diz Runs Radio is a quick tip episode, best of ish edition. Today's quick tip, raise your floor to raise your ceiling. Hey guys, today's uh, look back at a previous episode of uh, the show, previous quick tip is brought to you by the Little Things course, which isn't uh, isn't nearly as old as this quick tip episode is. But uh, if you haven't checked out the Little Things course yet, do so. It's free. It's free. And um, I tried to hold nothing back in the course. I mean, obviously, there's, there's always more that could have been added. But, uh, you know, if, if you're thinking to yourself, Diz, how, how can you, you know, put these things out for free? Here, let, let me give you a little peek behind the kimono. Uh, the reason that the Little Things course is free is that it's chock full of affiliate links. So mostly all through Amazon. So the way that works is, you know, if I'm talking about, say I'm talking about the sleep the, the, in the sleep unit and talking about how, you know, getting some blue blocker glasses, some, some sexy specs as it were, can help block out the blue light rays from your phone, things like that, help you fall asleep better at night. So I have a link in there that's like, hey, you want some, some you know, blue blockers? Here's a link, it takes you to Amazon. You click, you buy them. Same prices, you know, if you just go to Amazon on your own, but by going through that link, a couple of shekels come into the coffers, courtesy of you going through uh, going through the, the link that's in the course, and that's how uh, th- that course is able to be free and, and still be something that's that's obviously useful and, and worthwhile to me. Hopefully, useful and worthwhile to you. And uh, you know, the support through links like that are things going to help. Hopefully, help me in the not too distant future put together some more courses, some more resources, some more things like that that will all still be free. Hopefully, super helpful, super valuable for you, but also, you know, pays off for me a little bit as well. Everybody wins, right? Rising tide, lifting all boats. So that's just one example of how, you know, why I created the Little Things course, why it's helpful to you, why it's also hopefully helpful to me. And uh, if you want to check it out for free on, on some tips and some tricks and some tactics to help you handle the diet and nutrition side of our sport, the importance of sleep and getting the most out of your training and, and you know, reaching your goals in the sport, uh, how cross training can help you. And also how to do some recovery stuff, some, some soft tissue stuff, foam rolling, self massage, things like that. Again, why it helps you, why it's beneficial. And, uh, you know, if you, if you decide to get a new foam roller or some massage balls or things like that, go through those links, helps me out, helps you out. Doesn't cost you any extra at all. And, uh, not for nothing, but, you know, click the link to buy a a $15 foam roller and then feel free to, you know, get like a $5,000 TV or something like that off of Amazon. And, uh, you know what happens I get a little commission off of both things. So, hey, not for nothing, but, uh, you know, help out the show that way. But, you know, if you're going to make a big purchase, go through one of my links first, and then then everybody really wins. You know, you get what you want. I get a nice little, you know, 16 cents or something like that, which which adds up after a while. So, anyway, check it out. Dizruns.com slash little things to get to the course. Like I said, all free, totally free. Nothing behind there uh, is hidden or, you know, have to pay to get the access to other than, obviously, if you want to buy something from Amazon, of course, you got to pay for that. But everything else is free there. So today, taking a little look back, uh, for those of you that are unaware of how these best of-ish episodes work, when I go back to some of these quick tips, I go back into the archives, find a couple of, uh, find an episode that I'm like, gosh, this was a good one, or got a lot of feedback before, or I think we need to revisit because of whatever various different reasons. And so I head back in, look at the post, 
And instead of listening to the original audio, which this audio is from just about two years ago, this post just about two years ago, uh, instead of going back and looking at and re-listening to the audio, reposting everything, no, 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 no. I, I look at the, the outline, get an idea of maybe what I was talking about back then, but I don't listen to the, to the audio. I record a completely new track. So you're listening to this. This is the first time this recording has happened, one and done, and uh, kind of revisiting an old topic. And who knows? Maybe this will be very similar to the original post, and maybe, you know, times change a couple years later, different insights, different uh, things that are present on my mind right now. Maybe it'll be a, you know, supplementary, similar, but pretty, uh, you know, a, a few obvious differences from one to the other. Who knows? I don't know what it's going to look like. We will see where it goes. But today's topic du jour, raising your floor to raise your ceiling. What am I talking about with, with that imagery? So one of the things that I see happen a lot, and I see it happen a lot because I've done it a lot. I see it sometimes in, in some of my athletes as well, some of the, the runners that I coach, where we train up, and again, I've done this. I, I'm trying to be – actually, I, I've, I've done a lot better job in the last year and a half or so of avoiding this, certainly in the last year, but it's it's easy pitfall to fall into. You train up for a race, whatever the distance is. Could be a marathon, could be a half, could be an ultra, could be a 10K if that's, if that's a stretch for you, and I certainly don't mean that in any type of derogatory way, but any race that you're really building up to, like, all right, I'm going to do this, this distance that I don't do very often, maybe you've never done before – you build up to it, get your training plan in, get your, get your training on, build up, you know, mile by mile, week by week, you peak, you run the race. And then after the race, you cut the mileage back, which is, which is sound philosophy. You can't maintain, you know, peak levels of, of training year round or you'd break down. So, you know, what I did in my first marathon, I trained up and I, Maybe my first marathon isn't the best um, example because I didn't train up very well. I wasn't very, very well trained uh, going into it. But maybe something that I've seen before. Maybe it was something I've done on my second or third marathon. Maybe that's a better uh, example here. Third one for sure. Trained up, ready to go, built up to, to tw- you know, 21, 22 miles, something like that. Ran the marathon 26 miles. And then, you know, for the next three or four months, I didn't do a long run more than about eight or nine miles. So I had built up this nice base of fitness, this nice, you know, I had a huge PR in my third marathon, like a 65 minute PR tells you how undertrained I was for the first two. Right. But I had a huge PR built up very well, a very good training plan leading up to that third marathon coming out of it. Like, Hey, I don't have a race for a while. I'm just going to relax. You know, didn't run quite as often. Certainly, like I said, my long runs were much shorter. Well, guess what happened to that base of fitness? I still had a, some base, but I was nowhere near that level of fitness that I was at on race day, which again, nothing wrong with that. But when I signed up for my fourth marathon, when I started training to build up to that one, I was, uh, pretty much maybe not starting from square one from like the first marathon, but probably starting from about the same place that I started when training for marathon number three. I didn't, I didn't, maintain any of that growth just knocked it all back by maxing and relaxing taking things easy cutting way back and so the the point of this of this story and the point of this post is that 
if we can take advantage of that buildup, if we can take advantage of the, the base that we build when we train for some longer races and maintain a little bit more of it every time, then when we start training for the next race, we're starting a little bit farther ahead. You know, maybe, maybe the half marathon is your race and you train up for that half marathon and you get up to, you know, running 10 miles, 11 miles, maybe even 12 miles. Maybe, maybe shoot, maybe you do 13 or 14 miles to prepare for your half marathon. What does your mileage look like after the half? Do you keep it at seven, eight or nine miles or do you drop it back to four or five? There's nothing wrong with dropping it back to four or five. I want to be clear about that. But if you drop it back to four or five miles, every time you train up for a half marathon or every time you complete a half marathon, you drop your, your, your long run mileage back to that. Well, then when you start training for your next half marathon, you're always starting with a base of a long run of about four or five or six miles. What would happen if you were starting with a base mileage of eight or nine miles, you know, in the marathon, what would happen if you started training your next marathon cycle, instead of starting with a base of a 10 mile long run, you started with a base of a 15 mile long run or a 16 mile long run being something that you could, you could pretty comfortably do that you've done fairly regularly. Maybe not every week, give yourself a little break here and there, but maybe, you know, instead of regularly running nine, 10, 11, you start training for your marathon regularly running 14, 15, or 16. I'm here to tell you that makes a difference. I'm here to tell you that that makes building up for that next race, increasing your possibility of a PR, maybe a pretty significant PR, makes it much more realistic, much more likely. Because instead of building up from 10 miles to 26, or from 5 miles to 13, or from 3 miles to 6.2, You're starting, according to most training plans, weeks ahead, which means that you don't just slack off until you catch up with most training plans. You start from farther ahead. You get a head start. And so now you've got 12, 14, 16, 18 weeks where you're only needing to increase your base mileage by maybe four, six, eight, eight miles at the most, which means you can spend more time running those longer distances. You can get in three or four or five, 20, 22 mile training runs, something like that. You can get in three or four or five, 12, 13, 14 mile training runs for your half marathon. Well, guess what happens if you're pretty comfortable running 14 miles when, when race day rolls around for a half marathon, you can hammer it pretty good. Guess what happens if you're pretty comfortable running 22, 23, 24 miles, maybe, or at least 20 miles, certainly 20, 21, 22, you've done it three, four, five, six times before your marathon. You're pretty comfortable when you get up to 22, 23 miles that you're not, that the wheels aren't going to completely fall off. Your base is so strong. You've been there so many times, you know, you know what to expect. So if, if you, if you listening to this and you're going, yep, Diz, you know what? You're right. After every one of my big races, I kind of let my fitness, my base of fitness go back to the same point. There's nothing wrong with that. You're not a bad person. I'm not, I'm not meaning this in any type of negative light. All I'm saying is that if you recognize that and your goals are to get to, to, you know, break through the next time, time barrier, set new PRs, you're chasing a Boston time or something like that. If you keep starting from the same spot every time, it makes it a lot harder to build upon it. It makes it a lot harder to go farther. 
I mean that more metaphorically than literally, but literally is, is true as well. So raise your floor, raise that base mileage up, raise that base level of fitness up so that instead of starting your next training cycle from where you've always started it from, you're starting it feeling comfortable running three miles more, four miles more, five miles more for your regular long runs. And all of a sudden it's much more fine tuning, much more making adjustments for, for hitting the details than it is really having to build up a whole lot. Okay. Keep your base strong, but if you can build that base up by doing some more, uh, base work by raising your floor, boy, it sure sets you up to have a much higher ceiling. You know, you're struggling to break four hours in the marathon, but every time you run a marathon, you let your, your training go back to 10 miles per week for your long runs. What would happen if you, if you kept your base mileage at 14 miles a week? for your long runs. I'm not going to guarantee you that you're going to be able to just smash past four hours with that, but I'm going to tell you it's a lot more likely. It's a lot easier to train from 14 miles up to 26 than it is to train from 10 miles up to 26, especially in the same amount of time. You got a lot more wiggle room. You got a, you got a chance to be more aggressive. You got a chance to, uh, you know, have some more, some more higher volume weeks, which is going to help you raise your floor to raise your ceiling. It's, it's, almost so logical that it's easy to overthink. It's easy to overlook. All right. So something to think about after your next race. If you're, if you're in that cycle of building up right now, there's nothing that really can be happening right now, but do yourself a favor, do your coach a favor. (laughs) Speaking from a coach's perspective, if your ambition is to continue running the same distance of races and keep getting faster, try to work on finding a, a happy, happy ground of raising that floor up. Cause like, I, I mean, I, I know I've said this a half a dozen times, but it's, it's worth repeating. It makes, it makes preparing for that next race so much more easier when you don't have to more easier. Gosh, come on, Diz English language makes it so much easier that you don't need when you don't need to add a bunch of mileage to it. You can refine, you can do some, some, uh, specific workouts because the base is already there. Raise your floor to raise your ceiling. That is today's best of ish episode. I hope that that makes sense. Uh, if you, if you want to go back and compare it with the first time through, uh, episode 490 is this one. Disruns.com slash 490. take you back to the show notes for the first episode. You can listen to what I had to say the first time and see if it lines up pretty close to, to this one, or if it's, uh, you know, quite a bit different. I don't know. I don't know. I might listen to it after this, but uh, you can check it out. Disruns.com slash 490. You can also check out the, the show notes for today's best of ish episode, which Spoiler alert, basically the same show notes as the first time, but these ones you can find at disruns.com slash 748. And uh, like I said, compare it and contrast it to the old one. I'll, have, I'll even have a link there back to the to the old episode if you want to go through today's episode, but you probably can't find it in your podcast feed because it's, uh, whatever, it's 300 episodes ago and most podcast feeds don't have more than about 250 past episodes. So you can only get it in the archives, only get it at the, at the website disruns.com slash 490 for the original. Uh, let me know what you think about this one. If it makes sense, if you have questions, I'm always happy to help. That's what I'm here for. That's what I, that's what I live to do. 
uh, at DizRuns on Twitter, at DizRuns on Instagram. You can also send me an email if you got some more details that you want to share or want to keep, I don't know, keep it off of social media. If you don't do social media, shoot me an email, DizRuns at gmail.com. And you can also always head over to the show notes episode for this episode or any episode today. Once again, DizRuns.com slash 748. Leave your comments there, your thoughts, or you can just use the contact form off of any page of the website. And that comes right to me as well. Nobody, nobody else reads it. It's coming to me. Um, just give me, give me some details, give me some context and I'll, Try to fire back some help, some advice, something that'll help you figure out how to, how to bump things up just a little bit so that training for your next race goes just a little bit easier. So that is it for today. Once again, check out the Little Things course if you haven't done so already. Dizruns.com slash little things. If you have checked it out, I'd love to hear what your thoughts are. You know, you can, you can, I don't know if there's a spot on there to leave a review. Maybe there is, maybe there isn't, but you can always shoot me an, an email or a message or a tweet or whatever and say, Hey, I love this. I didn't like this. This could be more clear, whatever. Um, so that I can a improve the little things course, but also b you know if it's something that's kind of structural, foundational, I can make some tweaks for the next courses that are coming and make those a bit more easy to understand or or make things flow better or whatever whatever your feedback might be. I'm always happy to hear it. So let me know what you think about the little things course. And if you haven't checked it out already, do so. Dizruns.com/slash little things. So. That is it for today. Thank you guys for listening. Hope you enjoyed this little trip, uh, pseudo trip down memory lane, at least a little uh, mental or a little, uh, the show notes are a trip down memory lane. This one's uh, the, the audio. Who knows? Who knows how it compares? But uh, thanks for humoring me on this one. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you got something from it. If you did, spread it along, spread the word, pass it on, share it with someone else uh, because others might be needing to know the same lesson or maybe you know struggling with the same thing of not raising their floor, letting, letting the floor go back to base level instead of trying to bump that up just a little bit and see what that does for their race results as well. So spread the word with a friend who might need it. And until next time, be well, take care. Thank you once again for listening and uh, we'll talk soon. All right. See you.